Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, let's get right into it. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. We have got a fantastic show today. It's a show I've absolutely been looking forward to. We've got the assistant baseball and pitching coach from Mount St. Mary's with us. We have got Coach Dave Gage. Hey, Coach, are you there? I am, Alan. Thanks for having me and looking forward to talking about the Mount. Man, I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to, to join us. Why don't you kind of kick things off for us just a little bit? And maybe kind of tell us a little about your playing career and what ultimately led you to coaching. Sure thing. So I uh, grew up in New York, just west of Albany, and uh, baseball family. Dad coached a little bit, you know, high school, junior college route. and um, Got a younger brother who, who still plays and um, went to Southern Vermont College out of high school and had a had a good career there as a small division three school. And four years later, um you know, had an opportunity. President of school gave me a call and said, hey, we want you to, to be our head coach. So at 23 years old, I became a, a head college coach and sort of uh, learned on the fly, I guess. I was coaching some summer ball before that. You know, at 18, I sort of realized pretty quickly that at 5'9", I wasn't going to be a big leader. So, um, you know, decided to uh, say, all right, I want to do this the rest of my life. How am I going to do it? And I uh, said I wanted to coach and did some things in college with internships and learned from my college coach. And, uh, you know, at 23, became a head coach and learned on the fly and, and had some uh, some good things from there and really, really happy where I'm at right now, too. Hey, man, that is awesome. I love that description. 23 years old, you were essentially just another teammate to these guys. How, how did those relationships develop when you're trying to coach guys that you know, you, you just, you probably had classes with almost, you know, just a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was funny. I was, um, like you said, I was coaching guys that I was friends with, like genuine, you know, relationships with, and, um, we were coming off a a pretty poor season. I think that we had gone nine and 31 the year before that. And so we had to make some changes from a culture standpoint and from a talent standpoint, to be honest with you as well. And, uh, learned pretty quickly that in this business, leadership can get pretty lonely and, and guys that you can be friends with, you know, sometimes you had to, uh, I had to decide that, that winning, you know, that, that, that was pretty important and just told those guys is like, Hey, look, you know, this, this is the vision of the program and how we're going to do it. And, um, you know, and that doesn't mean that I don't care about you. It just means that we got to sort of move in a, in a direction from a culture standpoint and uh talent standpoint. And we did that and, um, four years later, we were playing for a conference championship. So, you know, I, I sort of just figured at 23, I said, all right, this is what I want to do the rest of my life. And, you know, friendships are great, but, you know, there's a maturity standpoint that you got to step aside and, and be coach and, and lead the program. And that's, um, you know, had some great administrators along the way and some great other coaches, like the basketball coach at the time was really good. And, um, helped me along the way and just you know I think in this business relationships are so important that you can use some of those um, and, and help yourself grow and, and that's what I was able to do at that time. Man what a turnaround at Southern Vermont and to be so young I mean that is just remarkable but with that in mind let's talk a little about Stevens University I mean you had tremendous success there as well I think you had over 100 wins 
you, you had all regional players. You had a conference pitcher of the year, tons of academic awards. What were you doing? What were some of the real key factors there that created such a well-rounded group, not only on the field successfully, but off the field successfully as well? Yeah, I think in order to have a championship program, obviously everyone wants to win that last game, right? But I, I think it goes way deeper. And, you know, I, I always tell the players that I coach is there's a recipe for winning. And, uh, you know, you can try to recreate that. But at the end of the day, like all the ones who win have a have a pretty good similar recipe. Um, and that, that often starts off the field and the type of kids that you have. Um, and obviously at Southern Vermont, we, we did that in recruiting and like I said, about five years later, had an opportunity to move south because uh, my last year at Southern Vermont, we, you know, our first day on a field was April 12th. And, you know, the college game often goes from middle of February to, to middle of May or end of May. And to not even get on a field till April was pretty difficult. So had an opportunity to come down to Stevenson in Maryland. And um, like you said, had six years there and obviously had COVID in the middle, but there were some good things. And um, just sort of built it the same way with good kids who, who wanted to be successful off the field, um, you know, represented our program and our institution at a high level and, um, and then built relationships. And, and that's something that obviously is used a lot, uh, but it's something that, you know, that, that I've really valued and, and had great assistant coaches and great administrators who have also really believed in, in that relationship mindset. And you've touched on a couple of points so quickly, and it's always, you know, it's kind of the guys around you, the relationships, so forth. But one of the things that has really stood out, and we're going to get into this just a little bit later, you keep talking about good kids, just bringing in the right kids, the good kids. And as we get into this, you know, a little bit later in the conversation, we really want to focus on that because recruiting is obviously the, the, the lifeblood of a program, and you got to find the right fit. So I can't wait to, to talk about how you find that right fit. But, but, but before we get to that, I just kind of want to reflect on you, you know, really being a student athlete yourself, you know, and having the opportunity to, uh, to, to really kind of prepare yourself to play and, and maybe reflecting back one last time on Southern Vermont. I mean, having the opportunity to play there, to really be an infielder as well as a, as a pitcher and a captain, how, how in the world – did all of that kind of help mesh, you know, who it was that you were able to become as a coach? And I guess, you know, how does that help you to relate to the players that you have on the field? Yeah, I think one of the things when you reached out, you know, that I was really excited about is just the opportunity to talk because the recruiting process is is so interesting. And I hear the word fit all the time, you know, and, and I don't know that it, that's become the buzzword in recruiting is like, I'm just looking for the right fit. Um, but what is that, you know, and, and when you talk about sort of when I look back at this thing, um, the right fit for me was Southern Vermont because it was a 500 person institution. I mean, it was really small, but I was able to have success there. Um, you know, and for me, like I went in there and I was able to, to make an impact and I graduated in three years and I played two sports and I actually graduated valedictorian. So I talk about academics all the time, but like, and that for me was able to propel my career because that was the reason I start, I was able to become a coach at 23 because as a president of the school said, okay, we have this, we have this young man who's a, who's accomplished so much in his college career. Like that's why they gave me the opportunity. Um, and I think that's what the fit is, is where can you be successful? Right. It isn't just, there's, there's so many pieces to that. Um, when it comes down to it and, and you've got to be at a place where you can at least have an opportunity to be successful. 
Um, so that's, that's what happened to me. And that's why I was, you know, that's, that's what led me into my journey and my path. Um, and I think just as a player, like you learn the things that you want to do when you, when you have this, like I said, I knew from a young age that I wanted to coach. Um, so I was able to learn what I wanted to do and, and some of the things like that, Hey, maybe I would do this a little bit different. Um, you know, but I think that the nice thing about being a second baseman is I was able to play in the middle of the field. Um, being a captain, I was able to, to lead different people and, and, you know, really learn, uh, everything doesn't just fit in one little bottle. Uh, you gotta be able to lead the guy who you have to push and you have to be able to lead the guy who, um, you know, who, who sometimes you just got to go put your arm around and have dinner with too. So having those opportunities, uh, was, was important, but I think just, just being at a smaller institution and, and being able to have really good friendships and relationships that I still value to this day was something that has, has led into a, a quality, you know, coaching career as well. Um, just, you know, because I've been able to, to realize when, when a coach really cares about you, you can, you can have a lot of success yourself. Man. I love that. I tell you what a higher achiever, man. You're having an awesome career. I love your progression. And just, I mean, you're still a super young guy. I'm sitting here trying to think to myself and maybe I have it right you know, you can correct me if I'm not, but at 23, you took over at Southern Vermont. You were there four years. You turned it around. I think you said you were there for five years. Maybe you leave at 28. Then you go to Stevenson. You're there for six years. I mean, you're 34, 35 years old. Am I right? Or were there any stops? That is in correct. Between? Nope. That's it. That was, that's been the journey so far. And then this is year one at the Mount. Man, congratulations. I love that. Can I ask you what ultimately led you to go to the Mount? The biggest thing is Coach Leone. Um, you know, I think he's 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 a guy that I've coached against um, in summer ball. I've I've had some stops in some summer leagues as well, coaching the Futures League, and and we coached against each other. And then when he was at Marymount, and I was at Southern Vermont, we played against each other. And then when I was at Stevenson, and just a ton of respect for a man who's also turned around, you know, some programs and when you coach against people, you can tell what type of leaders they are. And, and he's a tremendous leader of, of people um, and a tremendous competitor and, and just a guy that I always really enjoyed competing against. And, you know, from my standpoint, it was an opportunity to grow. Uh, I think, I think great, great coaches are always trying to learn. And, and this is a man who's been successful at, at multiple places and turned around multiple programs and has done a tremendous job at the Mount so far. And, uh, you know, we're heading on the right track. So the opportunity to learn under him was uh, something when he called. It was a it was a no brainer. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. And I, I had told my wife at one point when we first met, she said, do you ever want to get into Division One? I? I said, I'm not sure. You know, I love being a, I love being a head coach. Um, there's really very few people that I would want to work for. And Frank was one of them. So when he called. You know, we were, we had a pretty good season last year at Stevenson, and and I, I really liked where we were at. wasn't really looking to leave, and my wife said, you know, when when God gives us opportunities that we said that we would take, we often we should take them. Um, so I knew that you know that was a it was it was pretty much a no brainer when Frank had called and said, hey, you know, we have a pitching pitching coach job open. You know, would you be interested? And it, it was a it was pretty easy decision for me to work for him. Man, don't you just love the way God works? And, For sure. And, and, man, congratulations on having a wife that sees that and uh, stands beside you and behind you and encourages you, and, and she knows what's right. And that For is sure. awesome. I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. So, all right, so 
Southern Vermont, I kind of, I just keep thinking about this. I like this, the right fit for you at Southern Vermont College, 500 was the enrollment. What's the enrollment at, at Mount St. Mary? About 2,000. Okay. All right. That's a great size. That's a fantastic transition. So speaking of transitions, you know, you've had a ton of success. You've got a little bit of your own style. How do you plan on really kind of implementing your style within someone else's framework? Well, I think the first thing is, is they match up extremely well. Um, you know, obviously that's, that's something that again, that I've, I've noticed competing against Frank and then talking um, with him throughout the process. Uh, and then I, I think my biggest thing is, is just be an addition, right? Like calling our, our previous pitching coach that the guy took over for it, a really good job of of implementing some things he had been with coach Leone before at Marymount and, and they had success there and Colin had, had laid some really good groundwork so you know I've, I'm coming in and it's just continuing to move to move it forward I mean in in two years as second most record in, in school history um, so my job is to to take some of the guys and, and just continue to help them progress but the number one thing and, and i know i've already hit on it and is is the relationships of these guys because if you don't have relationships with them they don't want to develop right like they there's so many opportunities to learn on youtube and different throwing programs that if you don't have a relationship with these kids they they're just not going to listen and uh so that's something that that really the entire fall that i've worked hard at is just getting to know our guys and who they are and what makes them tick um, and then from there, I think it's, it's just pitching to our strengths. And, and that's something where that I've been able to have success with. I mean, we had three of, in five years at Stevenson, we had three conference pitchers of the year. And, you know, I don't take a ton of credit for that. It's because we had good players. I think in order to be a great pitching coach, you have to have good pitchers. Um, and, and, you know, so obviously that comes down to recruiting, but then I think, uh, you, you just have to get guys to, to find out what their strengths are and then use their strengths to uh, be the most successful that they can be. Well, Coach, why don't you give us a little insight now that the fall is wrapped up? How did you guys look and what's the expectation for the spring? Well, I think as a competitor, your, your goals are always to compete for championships. You know, and I think that's obviously there's, there's steps to becoming great. And, and we've taken as a program, we've taken some, some really good steps over the you know, Coach Leone's first two years here. Um, and, and we have a very good team from a returning standpoint. But we got some work to do, you know, just, just getting better day in and day out. Um, you know, we got, some, we got some good players, some guys who have got some quality experience over the last few years. And, you know, just, just excited about where we're at because of, you know, how, how much our guys want it. I think we tasted some success last year. Like that was something that you could tell right away that guys started to taste that success. And, and now there's that desire to go be great and, and go compete at that, you know, championship level. So I'm excited for the spring. We got some tests for sure, but, um, you know, I think, I think it's good. I think our guys are up for it. Hey, Coach Gage, were you, are you responsible only for the pitchers or you have other roles as well? Uh, I think my job is to make Coach Leone's job easier. You know, I think that's the best, best thing an assistant can do. And it's something that, you know, I was excited for this opportunity because I really haven't been an assistant before. Um, but I know what makes a head coach's job easier, right? So now I'm on the other side. And all those days when I would be like, man, I just wish this, you know, so-and-so, and I've had great assistants. But just those days where I'm like, I wish they would just do this. 
you know, I try to be that person now for, for coach um, and, and just, you know, help him out. Obviously there's so many other things when you're a head coach from an administrative role and meetings that you get called into last minute. And, uh, you know, so obviously there's a ton of things. So just being his right-hand man and, and helping, you know, make his job as easy, easier, um, as easiest as possible so we can be successful as a group. I hear you. So one of the things that you mentioned about the fall was really kind of quickly developing relationships, developing trust and, and just kind of overall just getting to know each other. How do you how do you do that? Is is each person a little bit different or is there kind of a little bit of a mold that you like to follow? Everyone's different. One of the, the thing that I love about the Mount is that we get a, a lot of very similar kids. So we are a Catholic institution. Now, that doesn't mean that all of our kids are Catholic, but I think it it, it typically means the kids we're recruiting and the kids in our program have very high values. Um, and that's something that I've learned quickly under, under Coach Leone is that the way that, that we've brought kids into this program and the way that he's built a program is with high-value kids. Um, and and that's, so that's something that's been easier to develop quicker relationships because you've got a lot of kids who, who have very high values. Um, but I think every, everybody's different. Everybody has different backgrounds, right? You get some kids who come from a traditional, you know, family and, and some kids who have families who, you know, may have been split from a very young age. And, and so in, in tons of different avenues of, of life. Um, but the biggest thing for me is just trying to figure out who they are and what makes, what makes them and, and why, right? I think there's a why of everything. If, uh, if, if they're a kid who's, they love this coach because of this reason, or maybe they struggled with this, or maybe, you know, they are a guy who loves going on, uh, you know, Twitter to find out the, the next best pitching drill. And, and it's why, you know, I try to figure out why, and typically it's just curiosity. And, um, I, I want them to know, I think it's not necessarily about me caring about them. It's that they know that I care about them. Uh, so that's the tough thing. I think everybody knows that relationships are important, but I, but I need them to know that, that I care about them beyond just the, the production that they do. And um, I've been lucky to work at some smaller size institutions where, you know, I see our guys every day and, and I tell guys in the recruiting process is I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk to you every day. Like I make it a point when we're at practice to talk to every single guy. And if you're a guy who, you know, doesn't really want that, right? There's some kids out there who, who might not want that. Like, I'm probably not going to be the best coach for you because I am going to gonna get to know you and I am going to, you know, ask you how your day was and, and just just ask you how your family's doing and, and those kinds of things. So that's just that's just my coaching style. And, again, you talk about – we talk about fit. Um, I think you got to decide is, you know, do you want the coach who who is around you every day and is genuinely going to care? And if so, like – come to practice and watch us interact with our guys. And you're going to see our, not only me, our entire coaching staff is that way. And that's great advice right there. Let me, and I know you, you are aware of this. Our core audience is really uncommitted baseball prospects, primarily in high school. I mean, mm -hmm. it's also guys that are in junior college transfer portal as well, but it's really high school guys and, and their parents. And they're really trying to figure out, you know, how they can get on the field with you, quite honestly. And uh, one of the things I know that they're absolutely interested in is what is the day-to-day -day life? And I, I love that you were already kind of talking about you're going to see your players every day. You're going to talk to them. You want to know what's going on off the field as much as you want to know what's going on on the field with them. But what can a student athlete expect 
his kind of normal day-to-day be you know and i'll say really in the off season since we just kind of finished up the fall what what's a typical day well you got you know you got your hours of lifting uh which are you know for us we get to do in the morning i think that's important uh i think you know we got our we got guys doing study hall um individual work so we got three hours a week of of indies right now obviously we got our our hours during our our fall season and, and during our season uh, or, you know, two, two and a half hour practices. Um, you know, it's playing at this level is a commitment. And I think that's what makes it special. Um, and I think every level, right. I, I've obviously had the opportunity to coach at the division three level. And what I tell guys is like, that doesn't change. It just changes what's mandated uh, in order to be successful. And like I, I said, to start is like, there's a recipe to win and there's a recipe to be successful. And you really have to commit to this. Like it's not just a, it's not just something to do. It's, it's an every day and it's, it's, um, you, you better put it, it, it's as up in the forefront of your life as possible. Obviously family comes first and, and, you know, if you're religious, that becomes before that. I mean, like I said, for me, it does, but, and then after that it's baseball, and, you know, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to spend a ton of time with each other. And uh, I think that's why relationships are important is because I'm probably spend more time with, with our guys than I do, you know, with my own family. Um, and, and we know that when we sign up for this profession, but it's why it's uh, important to have good people with high values and be around it. But it's a, it's definitely a commitment. It's year round um, for everybody. And if you want to be great, then, then you're going to be committed to it. Hey, I love that. can understand it a hundred percent. And especially at the D one level, I mean, you can only have so much contact with them anyway. And so you've got, to your point, you've got to be committed as a player because you're going to have to work on your own as well. And, you know, and it, it, it's hard enough just to be a student and go to college. That's a full-time job. And then you throw in an activity, you know, like baseball, well, all of a sudden you've got two full-time jobs. So you absolutely have to be committed. It's a great run through. Appreciate that, Coach. Of course. Also, as you can imagine, uncommitted prospects want to figure out how to get on your radar. You know, what is it? That, that catches your attention and, and gets a player noticed? And, and conversely, what's something that maybe could get them knocked off your radar? Those are, those are great questions. So I'll start with the, the what can you can do to get on our radar. I think the biggest thing that you can control is the weight room. You know, I think you're trying to separate yourself. And um, when, when you step onto, if it's a showcase or if it's a, just a game at a, at a facility, you want to catch our eye when we walk in, you know, and I think that's a, that's something that you can control being in the weight room. And uh, I hear guys say, Oh, I can't gain weight. Like I, I think you can't, you can, if you control it and if it's important to you enough, um, you know, so I think that's, that's something that is extremely important. I mean, so we have guys in our lineup who are, six foot 240 in the middle of our lineup. And I think if you turn on the television on the, on the weekends and SEC, ACC, you're going to see the same thing. So I think the weight room is, is the biggest thing, you know, that you can control. Uh, the second thing is, is just how you play the game. Do you love it? Like I said, it, this is a commitment, you know, from it's a year round and uh, multiple hours a week commitment in, in how do you play it? Do you love it? So like, that's what I want to know is, when you're on the bench, you know, because you're not playing well or, or whatnot, like, are you going to love it every day and want to get out there and work on your own? Um, and, and so those are the things that I, I try to tell guys. I think 
as far as events go, I love, you know, guys getting on our campus for our prospect camp. And there's so many different opinions out there, what events to go to. Um, But, but when you're at our prospect camp, and I, I know a lot of other programs run great prospect camps too, like you're interacting with us and you're interacting with our guys. And I think it's so important to ask our guys what they think, right? Like there's a reason they're there. There's a reason they chose the Mount and, those things are, are super important. So that those are the, the things that you can do to get on our radar. Uh, playing for good programs who have great connections are important as well uh, because obviously, you know, there's there's so many different things. We can't be everywhere. So, so I would say those kinds of things. As far as what you can do to get to get off of our radar is to not be a high-value kid. Um, you know, I think it, there's so much of, of – Hopefully what I've, what I've, you know, displayed today is that relationships matter and the types of kids that we have in our program matter and the type of kids that we have at the Mount matter. Um, you know, I think how you interact with, with your teammates is super important. How you interact with your coach, how you interact with umpires. Like we know that the strike zones in the middle of the summer when it's 110 degrees on the turf, sometimes are a little bit wider than they are in the spring, but um, how you interact there? Like, what do you do when you go back out to shortstop, or what do you do when you know if you're on the mound? Obviously, being a pitching coach, like, how do you interact when when it's a walk that you just threw it right down the middle? Um, like, those are the things I want to know. And then, don't love giving away this secret, but I know so many coaches coaches do it. Is you know, how do you interact with your parents? And and that's so important to me. And or whoever brought you to the game, if it's your guardian, because if you're going to disrespect your family you're probably going to disrespect me because there are going to be multiple occasions in, in our time together over four years that you're going to be mad at me, right? Like I got to take you out of a game or when you don't want to get taken out. Like you're not going to go in a game. Somebody, your, your buddy is who you have a, you, you think you've been pitching better than if you disrespect your, your family after a game when they've paid and they've given up their summer or their spring to go watch you, I know that you're going to disrespect me at some point, and, and that's not a guy I want to be around um, 365 days for four years or five years and, 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 and beyond that, right? Like this isn't just uh, the time that you're with us. It's, it's all the times afterward. I mean, I was texting with three or four former players last night just about Thanksgiving, and those are, that's, that's what we want to have. That's what we as coaches want to have. So, you know, if you're disrespectful to those people who care about you, I just I can't get past that. So I would say that's the biggest thing is just you better have good relationships with the people who are, are giving up their lives for, for you. That makes all the sense in the world. And everybody can absolutely understand that. And not only do you not want to be around that kind of attitude, but I guarantee you the other players don't want to be around it either. Those guys aren't going to last in our program. And that's the last thing we want. Right. Like We want guys who are going to graduate from the mount. We want to recruit guys who are going to graduate. Yeah, that's big time stuff right there. Let's keep kind of talking about recruiting a little bit. I mean, hey, as you are well aware of, the landscape has just changed dramatically here over the last two, three, four years. You know, certainly with COVID, you know, you mentioned earlier a 24-year-old player playing. You know, you've got six-year seniors out there that are still floating around, maybe seventh year. I don't don't even know. And then – and certainly the transfer portal has had just a major impact on recruiting – and even instituting the contact rules for the for D one schools that that's had an impact as well. If, if you were to maybe give some advice to uncommitted kids out there and their families, 
How, how can they navigate these waters? Everything seems different today. It is. It's an, it's an ever-changing cha- landscape. I think it's important to have good people in your corner that, that are familiar with the rules, that understand it. Um, you know, I, I think those things are, are super important. I consistently tell people that, you know, that the very common question is, you know, what do you think of the transfer portal? And, and it doesn't matter what I think of it, right? Like it's real. So um, like it's, it's real and I don't think it's going away. I think it's going to be here. Um, I think from a mid-major standpoint, there are a ton of benefits. I think you're seeing, right. I, I think there, you're seeing guys and a lot of programs that are successful uh, really get into that transfer portal, which obviously hurts the, um, the 17, 18 year old traditional four year kid. Um, but that's why the weight room is so important. You know, that's because if, if we're going to get the kid who's been in the weight room and is 21 or 22 and has a couple years of eligibility left, um, no, nobody in their right minds turning that kid down. Like they're just not, I mean, we're all in a business of winning. Um, and, and obviously we want to put the best kids on the field from that standpoint. So we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to go get those best kids. So I think it's just really constantly developing and, and not just not just throwing the ball the hardest or hitting the ball the hardest, which we, we live in a metrics world of baseball, which is great. I think there's so much value in that. Uh, but are you how do you help us win? Right. And I think that's that's what you have to provide to whatever coaching staff that you're you're going out there is is. How are you going to how are you going to provide us a value um, to 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 win? And, and sometimes that's just being a, a guy who's who's nitty gritty and, and is con- consistently playing in front of us. And, you know, you just constantly do it right all the time. Um, but, yeah, the transfer portal is not going away. It's it's a crazy time with kids leaving and, and going. And w- one of the reasons why we're excited about this year is we return all of our guys from last year who, who didn't graduate. And I think, again, that's why relationships are important. That's why, you know, coming to work for coach Leone, who is a phenomenal developer of relationships and of men is, is important, right? Because like the fact that at a mid major, we had guys who, who said like, I want to stay here and be a part of the Mount and be a part of, of this program that, that coach Leone's building. That's special. Um, and, and that's not happening at a lot of places. And, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, from a player standpoint, like, you can look into those things and, and why are kids leaving, right? Um, are kids just leaving because they got a ton of money in, in NIL and that that's fine. Like you got to do what's right for yourself. Um, no, n- none of us want that, but it's, it's, it's understandable. Um, or are they just leaving because they're leaving? And I think that's, that's all things that you can do your own research on um, and figure out that the thing right now is there's so many benefits to being a recruit as well, because every piece of information is on the internet, right? Like I think about back to like 15, 16 years ago when I was being recruited, like I looked up the schedule and maybe a roster in the coach's background, right? Like there wasn't much more than that. I mean, maybe the stats of the other second baseman. Um, but like now, like you can, you can really dig into to what has happened in a program in the last five, six years and, and understand a lot about that program and Matt and see if it matches up with the story that's being told on the, on the recruiting process. Man, I got to tell you, coach Gage, this has been a great conversation. I mean, you have provided so much valuable insight and just so much truth. I know that there are 
just countless number of uncommitted guys out there that are going to absolutely benefit and learn from this conversation. And I'm just so happy for you and really so happy for Mount St. Mary. I tell you what, I think I was thinking to myself, man, they sure were lucky to get you, but I think you were lucky to get them as well. I think it's a fantastic fit. I think both you and the program are on the right trajectory. There is nothing but good things ahead of you. You're absolutely doing it the right way. I mean, time and time again, you're just talking about having the right kinds of guys over and over and over. And, and it's not just that generic, as we mentioned earlier, what's the right fit? It's not generic. I mean, you put it into, into example after example after example. And I, I just got to tell you, man, absolutely appreciate you taking out some time just to be with us and, and to help educate and encourage our audience. And I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. I appreciate you having me on. and I think, uh, you know, we want kids to, to obviously come to the mount when they're really talented. And But no matter what, we want the game of baseball to be, you know, in a, in a great spot. And um, hopefully everybody out there is able to learn some stuff of, of what I was able to give today. Absolutely. And if you don't mind, I'd love to ask you just one more question. And, sure. and it's a question I love to put out there. And it's, it's really geared toward younger kids, uh, specifically thinking about, uh, freshmen in high school, guys that are just really just getting started. And I know you mentioned earlier the weight room, but I'm just kind of thinking overall, w- what kind of advice would you give to freshmen in high school that are really good at baseball and they want to play baseball for as long as they have the ability to play? W- what should they be doing to do that today to maybe better position themselves? So I think obviously the, the weight room is in getting stronger is the first one. The second one is, is, really figure out what you want, um, you know, and, and, and figure out what that looks like eight years from now, 10 years from now, um, which is, seems like a, a million miles off, but somehow it, it goes in a, in a snap of a finger. Um, and surround yourself with good people. Right? There's, so many, there's so many great people in this business uh, from, from all different levels. Um, you know, so, so surround yourself with people who are going to give you great advice, not for themselves, but for you. Uh, so, so those would be the, the three big ones that I would say, you know, is, is just get stronger, figure out what you really, really want, like really dive into the details. Don't be generic with it, but really dive into it and then surround yourself with great people. If you surround yourself with great people in life, you're going to be successful no matter what you do. That's great advice right there. And it sounds like advice that you've adhered to yourself. So again, coach, man, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everyone who's listening. If if anyone's interested in in maybe jumping on a podcast like this and having a great experience as a coach, please reach out to me. The easiest way is on Twitter. I'm at now underscore D1. And if you're an uncommitted prospect and you just want to be heard, same thing, reach out to me. We'll figure out a schedule and, and get you on as well. Hey, Coach, man, I absolutely appreciate it again, and I really hope that you have a very, very happy uh, Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Have a great Thanksgiving. Hey, and with that, we're going to say goodnight. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.